Welcome, welcome, welcome to Porsche Talk Real Talk with Dom. What's good, y'all? What's up? <laughs> y'all, I'm so happy. I'm so blessed. And I pray that you all can see how blessed you truly, truly are. Like, if you look past the material things and worldly things and natural things and you just, you know, take a look at who God is and what he brought you through and got you through, like, baby, you'll be on a bliss. You'll be on a natural spiritual high. And I've been on cloud nine all week. Like, I mean, this last weekend was tough, honey. Like warfare was like on 10 like it was ridiculous and i know it was due to the fact of my kingdom spouse and the blessings that are on their way for me um businesses and different things that god has for me that i have been working towards and on and the devil was like uh-uh chick like I'm not about to make this easy for you and not just that but my flesh too it's like the flesh is truly freaking wicked bro like it's so wicked like it's like the moment you make your mind up that you're gonna do something for yourself or you're gonna you know go ahead towards that business or whatever you have planned like the flesh be like oh i'm tired oh i'm like lazy like you start procrastinating you start getting distracted like what the heck like and then you know it ain't all the devil that's doing it like it's your flesh too like you it's like i learned in evangelist school let me slow down i'm so excited y'all because God has been blessing me, y'all. Like, the sun has been brighter, shining. Hold on, I'm going to pause the music so you can hear the birds. The birds been chirping outside my window, baby. Living it up, like. What? The peace. They singing. Like, God has been so good to me, like. I'm just so grateful and thankful. Like, again, he chose me. You know, he chose me to do his will through me to lead his people and things like that. But like I was saying before, I got distracted by the birds singing outside my window. <laughs> One thing I learned about evangelist school is that um, it's three things you're going to have to fight in this life. That's the world, the enemy, and your flesh. Those three things you're going to have to fight until the day you die. Those three things are always going to go against you and your spirit. Do you hear me? Again, the world, the enemy, and your flesh. It's a fight. So I don't need nobody outside of me to go to war. Like I have to war with myself. I have to discipline myself. I have to... Um, kill this flesh of mine, you know, self-control, not do the things that I want and desire. Like, just because, you know, I try and strive to be holy or live a holy life does not mean that my flesh don't want what it won't. Like, I come from a place, like, I used to be something, and that something will rise up and come up out of me. And I'm not being cocky or arrogant when I say this, but I'm a fair-looking young woman. And so um, when you know you have opportunities and you know you got men who desire you and want you, and it's easy for you to do whatever you want. And and, and so it's, it's, you know, and for you all, like, but you may be gay or, you know, a lesbian or whatever. It still comes like I did overcame, you know, lesbianism, but if that's even a word, <laughs> but it does not stop women from coming 
to me or coming for me. Like, it doesn't stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it slowed down tremendously because I don't live that lifestyle anymore. And what I project out, you know, I try to keep it godly and whatnot. So it's not as hard as it used to be. But it, was, it used to be tough for me, like, you know, denying men and women. And we're not talking about ugly women. Okay? <laughs> Your girl had taste. Okay? So I'm just saying, and I'm, I'm putting all this out there because I'm just letting you know the struggle is real and I feel you all. Today's topic and episode, I'm just freestyling because for a minute I couldn't record anything because I wasn't in a good place and space to do so. And one thing I'm learning as a, a prophet, uh, and not just a prophet, but just studying the word of God and knowing my mouth, like there is life and death in the power of tongue. And... The same way, again, that I can speak life, I can speak death. And the same way I can lift somebody up, I can tear them down. And so when I'm in a hurtful place or in a space where I'm going through some serious warfare, I tend to get silent and watch my mouth. And um, it's a lot of fighting with that because I be wanting to subliminally post things on Facebook and Instagram, but I can't. Um, or if I do, God or the Holy Spirit be like, take it down. Like, it's like, it's not even that bad. Like, it's just, he'd be like, take it down. Like, oh my God, like, I can't say nothing. But I can't because what seems small to me is really, truly big and can have a huge impact or an effect on somebody who may not be strong in the spirit or may be just going through whatever, you know? And I can block my blessings that way. And one thing I'm trying to learn, and I'm trying to walk this new life, you know, I don't consider myself an influencer, but others do. And people really look up to me. And it's hard because I sometimes want to live reckless. You know, my pastor mentioned recently, like, you know, he don't do too much because, you know, everybody got cameras and want to put things on live. And yeah, that's true. But that end, you know, you have people that's like, oh, I look up to you. You inspire me. Um... You know, you make me want to get closer to God and things like that. So it's just certain things I can't post. Like, I want to take certain pictures and certain outfits and stuff like that. And I'm like, you can't do that. You're an evangelist. You're a prophet. Like, you can't dress like that. You can't act like that. There's places that I want to go and do, and I cannot go and do it because of the calling on my life. And if it was to, it would cause somebody else to stumble. Because they'll be like, well, if you know she's an evangelist, if she's a prophet or whatever, then I can do this too. Like, look what she's doing. I can do this. It's kind of like it gives them the free will to do wrong and bad. And that's something that I don't want to do. And it's I never expect myself to be here. Like, that's one reason why I didn't want to be a celebrity. Because, you know, people put a lot on you. Like, oh, you're this, so you can't do that. So I try to be, you know, low. Stay low so I can do whatever I want. But... God is like, nah, that limelight or that the holy light, because I can't stand that limelight. You know, I don't want to be Hollywood. I don't want to be popular. I don't want to be a celebrity. But God has his own light, the holy light, the light of, you know, his spirit. And it's like, no matter where you go, that light shines on you and shines through you. And so I can't behave and act a certain way because that light is on me. And I'll be like, dang, like, I'll be seeing my relatives. Like, they be having the time of their life doing things that I used to love and, and, and did well. 
And I was like, dang, like, I can't do it. But even though there's some restrictions, it's it's not a bad thing that I have those restrictions because the things that I desire to do and want to do is bad for me anyways. You know, it ain't no good for me. It ain't holy. It ain't going to help nobody um, seek God. It's not going to help nobody get saved or anything. So I'm kind of grateful that, you know, I have these type of restrictions that God, you know, lights and shine on me because it keeps me in good standing. It helps me be obedient and it helps my ministry um, better, stronger. Like, it's not a joke. People, you know, they know I'm not playing about God. Like, they see it. They saw me started from the bottom coming on up. So, you know, it, it, it helps, you know, but yes yeah god has just been so wonderful there's things that he's just bringing back to me old dreams that i put away and put aside because it's like um i'm not gonna get that or that's not gonna happen for me so i might as well just move on and move forward and god is like run it back run it back run it run it run it back luke chapter 5 verses 4 you know Redo that net. Send that net out again. Like, I know you try to do fishing before and you ain't caught nothing. This time, this season, this moment, this opportunity is here for you now. Throw that net out. Cast it out. And I've been casting my net out. And it's been heavy. Like, the fish that I'm collecting back, the things that I'm getting back. Like, Lord, you know, um, I had to rebuild my altar and my... um closet for God Jesus Christ Holy Spirit like I had to rebuild it like I had to take down all the old prayers and um rebuild it and so every day now like I, I'm spending moments in my closet and writing new prayers down and being real and sincere about it and being very um detailed about it because before it would be very broad um but now it's like things that are going to war and against my flesh like I'm like uh, put this up here. Uh, put that up there. Like, I have to be for real, for real with myself. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's just taking me higher and higher. And I'm so grateful for it. The promotion, the elevation is so beautiful. And, you know, others may not see it in the natural realm, but it's going up in the spiritual realm. Um, another thing, too, like, when you get blessed, when you get promoted, when you get elevated um, or when you're on your way of getting those things, best believe the enemy sends out his minions to attack you. For real. Like, I have women right now going up against me because of my kingdom spouse. And little do they know, oh, me and him have no contact. I don't have no relations with this man. I don't talk to him daily on the phone. None of that. Like, it ain't none of that is happening. Like, it's dead. And they, I'm like, bro, like, I ain't been with this man in I don't know how long. Me and him haven't dated since 2018 of April, y'all. I remember things, okay? So it's like, y'all, y'all hating me, putting curses on me. For what? They putting love spells on him. Like, they really trying to do the thing to get him. And the thing is, it's like, I'm in a place where I'm not fighting no chick over no man. Um, unless he's my husband. 
And before I physically do anything or before I say anything, I'm going to my daddy God first. Like, I'm like one of them old people, like, I'm calling the police. I'm calling my daddy. Because I'm not going back to jail for a man unless I have to. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> if I ain't got to go to jail, I ain't got to go to jail. Like, my God, my daddy, my Abba, he fights for me. And so, um, that's what has been on. Like, recently, like this this past uh, weekend, when I tell you the warfare was intense, I was ready to knock somebody's head off. I could have knocked somebody's head off. But I prayed so hard. I prayed so hard. Like, God, I don't want this energy around my daughter. I don't want this energy when I go to bed. Like, remove it. Detox me. Deliver me. Get it out. Purge me. Keep me pure. I don't care what anybody do. Just keep me pure. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you, he do it and does it and did it. I have so much peace. Through all the warfare and love spells and curses that was going out. I was like, thank you, Jesus Christ. Like, the enemy, like, been coming after me through the people that I love and the people that don't like me. And it's like, man, like, he don't play fair at all. And so I'm just asking God, like, God, I don't want to move without you. I don't want to move before you. And I don't want to be slow to move. So I need your guidance through all of this. Like, I need you to lead the way in every single thing because I just don't want to make no moves or no mistakes because again I've said to many times in different episodes I can be very impulsive and so I'm like God I need self-control you know and you know I'm you know I'm ghetto you know I'm hood you know I'm Peter so please help me to put this sword down I ain't trying to cut off nobody's ear before I speak so prideful on that like I'll knock you out straight cold now I mean like oh, I don't wanna I don't wanna fight. I just wanna love. You know what I'm saying? Like even when my um ex's, you know, girlfriend, like some of them, you know, they they compare their their new girlfriends and wives to me. And I'm like, it's not even like that. Like this chapter is done and over with. I should not be the goal of like it's not even goal, it's kinda like they try to make sure and let me know, like, yeah, she better than you. And it's like, boy, ain't nobody thinking about you or her. But God bless her. And I thank her because she so hopefully can continue to keep you occupied and out of minds. Like, because ain't nobody worried or thinking about you. So why are you over here competing and comparing? Baby, you got something new. Walk in that. Why are you bothering me? Why are you comparing? I can't stand it. It gets on my nerves because I'm like, didn't you say I was horrible and all this other bad things? And so why are you would even have that as a a goal to? Anyways, I can't even say it right because maybe the Holy Spirit don't even want me to go there. But I just wish they would stop because again, ain't nobody worrying about them. And best believe. Um, when I get married and have my man, I'm not going to be like, ah, he's better at you, uh, um, than you at this. He better than, boy, you gone. Like you gone now. You really gone. We doing vacations. We doing trips. We doing ministry. We do, we up here, you know, we live. We having a good time. We doing our things. We going to festival. We doing our, we doing our things. We ain't worried about you. We just over here living our life, taking care of our kids. You get what I'm saying? So, I don't get that. I don't get that, but I understand. More reasons than one, I get it. 
<laughs> but I'm like, boy, I trust and believe I won't. I would not be doing that when I get mine because I'm not doing it now. But another thing I also want to talk about, too, is um, truly being sober-minded, right? Like, sobriety. I kid you not. Since I stopped smoking weed and drinking, my energy, my spirit, man, has been on high. Like... I'm not going to lie to y'all, and God help me, but I really don't want him to help me with this because I want to twerk when it comes to my husband. Like, I, I want to be wild for my husband. You know what I'm saying? But every now and then, you know, because you know what I've been through, through all the paralysis and stuff, every now and then, I, I'll twerk just to see if I still have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, can I still? She make it clap, clap, clap. She make it clap. Hear me, but I ain't lying. Like every now and then, I I bust it just to see if I can still bust it. And baby, your girl, <laughs> she still got it. Like hey, hey, I still I still got it. I I just you know I try to do more praising. You know, keep it at the shoulders and the knees and the feet. You know, I don't poke that thing out. I don't bend that back or nothing. You know, I you know stand up straight and you know. Just praise the Lord for, you know, for the majority, most part, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to lie every now and then. I'll drop it like it's hot. Drop it like, just to see, you know, if I still got you know, some kind of mega needs. Like, I don't have really mega needs, you know. I come from the, God forgive me, the Trina era, you know, the Trina era, you know, Uncle Luke stuff, you know. And you shouldn't be listening to that stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just telling you where I come from. So I'd still be like, do I, you know, because I still want to put on the show for mine, for my man. Like, we, wow, 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 thought, yes, y'all. If you don't know, I love music. I love music so much so that um, God, he speaks to me uh, through music. And I love that, you know, every certain lyrics, certain things that he'll say something. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, God, you know. Some songs are not all gospel and holy because I wasn't brought up and raised on gospel music. So every now and then, y'all, I'll get an Al Green or Sam Cooke or Smokey Robinson or Drew Hill or Avant, Chris Brown, a few people. I love music. Like, music is my sacred language. I love it. I love it. So, but anyways, back to what I was saying, like being sober, like, and not just from substance, like alcohol, weed, and things like that, but being sober-minded, like making sure I keep any impurities out of me, like spiritual impurities, like no anger, no bitterness, sexual perversion, like things like that, like out of me. Anything that's not of God, I want it out of me. Like I really want to be sober all the way because um, when it comes to leading and teaching and eventually preaching, I really want the Holy Spirit fire to just come out of me. And it's like a transaction and the person is truly transformed um, the ones who standing before me. And even if I don't even touch them, 
Just them being in my presence is going to make them jump. And I've had that experience many times where people have come to me like, your spirit makes my spirit jump. Like, you get me excited just seeing you praise, seeing you go before the Father, seeing you praying, seeing you singing, seeing you dancing. Like, it makes my spirit jump. And so it's like, whew, that's powerful. I want to keep that. Like, I don't want that to change. And so in order for me to keep that energy and that spirit going in life like that and keeping the Holy Spirit not grieving and flowing, then I got to do my best to keep myself delivered and clean at all times. And I fail, I stumble, um, but God gets me through. And I'm saying all of this too because my dreams has been on fire to where now before... I used to have dreams and I couldn't see faces. Now I see straight up faces. Like, it's so detailed. It's as if I'm spiritually there. Some dreams are not just dreams. There's actually something going down in the spiritual realm. Some um, um, prophetic. And now I'm like, I always kept notes around me. But now I have a specific um, dream journal that I keep with me. And when I wake up, the first thing I do, I hurry up and write it out. Because, you know, things can happen and you forget. So now I straight up write it out. And God has been speaking to me through my dreams. Showing me different scenarios. Like, I be having three dreams in one. Like, wake up, go right back to sleep and have another one. And I, I haven't experienced things like this before. Like, you know, sometimes have you have a dream, you wake up and you go back into the same dream. Um, and they also say that when you dream, you have that same dream at least 10 times before you wake up. Like, it's kind of like um, in rotation. Like, you have the dream, the dream ends, and then you'll have it again multiple times in that same m night or morning or whatever. Um, but this time, my boy, like, I'm having dreams after dreams after dreams random but messages for real and i just want to thank him for that and and i just want to encourage you all to stay so reminded like no it ain't perfect it took a long time for me to stop smoking weed it took a long time for me uh to fight against pornography i still have to fight against pornography you know what i'm saying like because you girl you know i've been single for over three years I've been abstinent for over three years. You know what I'm saying? And I get so lonely. Every now and then I get so lonely. Okay, like, <laughs> the flesh, just because, you know, I try to, you know, have self-control. This one don't mean the flesh don't want with it. Won't. And I'm young. Like, I, I shut it down in my prime time. You get what I'm saying? I lock them legs up in my pride. And it's hard. Like, you got everybody, like, just doing the most. They out here having fun, passing out to everybody. And I'm like, dang. And, and then it's like, <laughs> you know, some of us, that you know, we get in a relationship so we don't feel that conviction. Even though we, it still ain't right because we ain't married. But we get in a relationship, we date, you know, you know, to take care of them urges with one person. And... I just, I can't do that. Like, I can't just date anybody. I can't just be with anybody because of who I am and the calling on my life. I have men who constantly let me know, like, don't you know I'll take care of you and your daughter? 
Don't you know you ain't, you ain't got to ask for nothing? You ain't got to ask for nothing. You ain't got to pay a dime. What you want? I'll help you start your business. I'll, I'll get you some partners. So you can, you know, have some partnerships and get your things going. Like, like in the dap of a dime. Like, it's, it's, it's temptations everywhere. And I got to be like, nah, stay faithful to God. Stay faithful to the calling on my line. Stay faithful to my kingdom spouse. Um, stay faithful to, you know, what he has for me. And um, don't worry about it. And there's been times I didn't see my kingdom spouse having a bomb time, a good time. And I'm like, God, like, can I just get a little taste over here for him? Y'all be like, nah, I don't care. What do you do? <laughs> I don't care. He, he going to get it for that. Oh, he going to get towed up for that. Don't worry about that. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Just stay focused on what I called you to do. And wait. Wait for him. Okay. And it ain't been easy because I've been ready to fight. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. I'm, I'm very passionate. So I've been ready to go in because I'm some, I'm a, I used to be a head buster. Like I'm about to bust somebody's head. But God is like, nah, that's not how we do it. You're a Christian. You're a child of a mighty king. We fight in the spirit. You can do way more in the spirit than you can do naturally. And I'm learning that. And like, I just love daddy so much because it's like, even though, you know, he sees everything. He's right here with me. He's right here with them. He's right in the midst of it. He's over it. He sees everything. But he would allow me to go into that closet and just express myself as if he was my, my counselor, my psychologist, you know. And it's so really, he allows me to release myself. He allows me to vent and be like, Daddy, like, this was cold. <laughs> this was messed up. Like, this this make me look like a fool. You know. You know. But and he's he's very understanding. And I, I kid you not, once I'm done talking to Daddy and I get quiet, I allow him to speak to me. Sometimes he say things and... Uh, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he just gives me the spirit of peace. And sometimes that peace be so good, it'll help me fall asleep. And I notice I'm slouching over in the chair, you know. Or after, you know, I you know I meditate or in prayer, he'll have me go on a walk. Like, I love prayer walks. I do prayer walks every single day. And my legs are getting stronger, so I'm out there for like 30 to 45 minutes just walking the neighborhood. And it's and, and where I stay, it's so I live in the mountains, you know, um, by the mountains and valleys. So the scenery is so refreshing because it's not man's work, it's all God. So being around nature, the birds are always every time I walk out, there's a hawk flying over me and i just love that so much because i'm like all right daddy god i see you watching over me it's like a symbolism letting me know like you're soaring you're going high you, you're doing the right thing you're moving you're you're being watched you're being protected you're gonna be all right you know what i'm saying i'm fighting for you i got your back like i know who's doing the, the curses and spells on you i see the devil and the enemy and what he's doing to you I see the pressures of life going against you. I see how you're feeling um, about, you know, where you're at in life right now and where you come from and what you used to be. And, you know, I, I see it. But just know I, it's all in my hands. 
and I literally got you. Like God has literally arrested me. Okay. Like the way I used to move and operate, like I don't operate like that no more. My daddy, I told y'all, you know, he didn't just raise us to be pimps, but a hustler. My daddy dipped and dabbed in everything. Like he was a street man, you know, he didn't have a high education. He got his GED and things like that. And when he got injured on the job, he really, he went back to the streets. And he, he got it in. He got his money. How he needed to get his money, he got it. And so for me, it's, it's, it's not easy for me to depend on God for everything um, and not go out and hustle myself and make money myself, you know. Um, every now and then I have my moments where I'm like, I want to go back to corporate. I want to go back to the medical field. And he'd be like, no, I called you out of that. I called you into full-time ministry. I called you into entrepreneurship. And this is the thing. I don't have the support and the resources like others do. Like everything that I'm doing is from the ground up. I don't have no sponsors. I ain't got no trick, no sugar daddy. You know, I don't got no auntie that's providing for me. Um, family that's pouring into me like everything is from scratch and it's not even a sad story because God is making a way for me he providing it for me those who have what it it is that I need he sends them my way he literally covers me in all areas of my life and you know I, I'll go to him like if there's a problem that arise in my life or if I'm feeling some type of way like you best believe, Daddy, I'm all oh, this, 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 that. By the end of the day, baby, he done made it happen. And I'm like, oof. And I know he's preparing me for my husband. Because my husband is going to be that, that he's going to have that kind of character. And the thing was this, because I'm an alpha female. And I could be very headstrong. And he softened me up to be in my place, to stay in my place as a woman. You know, um, and so he's he put, like even when that opportunity comes and the money start flourishing, the way he showed me that it's gonna flourish for me, not even for my husband, but for me, from what I'm doing, for my my businesses and things like that. I'm still gonna be soft enough to be a woman to my husband. And a nurturer from my, my children. You know, I'm going to be able to balance it out. You know, the way I'm hard out there in the the work in the business field, when I come home, mommy dearest, sweet as pie, but stern and firm when it needs to be and happen. You know what I'm saying? I still have to manage the home and take care of the kids and stuff like that and make sure that, you know, they stay in line and stay according to what God, you know, told us to be and do. But it's gonna be in a motherly way. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna know how to balance it out. I, he's doing that now with me, and and not just with my children at home, but the other children that he's gonna bring my way, and the other children that I have influences on. Like I have a lot of, I'll call them kingdom kids, and spiritual kids, babies, that they just gravitate towards me, and you know I I check in with my daughter. Like how you don't feel threatened, do you? That. I'm living on these kids and doing this new thing. She's like, no, mommy. I'm like, no. I think it's beautiful. I, I thank God you do it because it's a lot of kids that don't have that. 
you know, either their mama's out doing what she's doing, she's working all the time, she's tired, she's stressed out, or she don't know how to be soft, she's mean, angry, or she's putting a man before the kid, like, you know what I'm saying, there's different scenarios, so my baby think it's a blessing that I'm able to do that, and she doesn't feel threatened because no matter how much love I give out to other children and kids and teenagers, I give it right back to her, like, me and my baby are so affectionate to one another, like, Kisses, hugs, hubby hugs, 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 um, cuddling. We we do it like I keep my baby under my wing. That's my baby and my baby for life. I don't care if she gets married, have kids. She's gonna be my baby for life. Like I'm gonna love my baby. You know what I'm saying? So I just I'm grateful for that. I just thank God for the woman that He's raising me to be. You know, for a long time, you know, I asked for mentorship. I asked for a kingdom mother, a spiritual mother. I asked for a mentor, for somebody to train me in ministry, um, for many different things. And God was like, nope, you're going to be my prophet, like Isaiah, Jeremiah, Enoch. You're going to be like Abraham, Jesus. I'm going to raise you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to lead you and show you to depend on me. I'm going to show you how to pray. I'm going to show you how to, to seek the lost. I'm going to show you how to do ministry. And it wasn't until I accepted that and was okay with that, that he allowed other people to come in my life to physically, naturally do it for me. I have a spiritual mother, mentor mother. I have a spiritual father, a mentor, you know, you know, I have a pastor. I had that, but before I could receive from them and before I could actually connect with them, God was like, no, I called you out. I called you to be different. I need you to be like this, just like how they, the prophets were in the Old Testament. That's, that's how I'm raising you to be. And it's not just me, it's a few other people that are, in my situation and we talk about it and it's like whoa you too like whoa like that's wow like just sharing the ideas and sharing what we came from and what we brought up and it's like twinsies like i said before kindred spirits is just dope it's so amazing it's it's an honor it's truly an honor you know that you know god chose us to raise us and to to grow his church and to Revive his church and keep his church spotless and, you know, help regulate it and help people, you know, work it. Like, I never thought in a million years that I would be an evangelist, that I would be a prophet. And, I mean, I, I went to, hold on, my evangelist school was like a whole year. And I learned so much in it. And... I thought that I would be like doing most of my work in church, but God had me out. He had me doing more outreach than he had me doing in-reach, in-house. And I mean, I was evangelizing at the job. I mean, I win so many souls, patient souls, my coworkers' souls, you know, when there would be like a, a troubled patient, a patient that's just having some kind of behavior issues. They would call little of me, small as heck, but they would call me in the room. And, you know, I would ask permission from the family and from the patient, like, will it be okay if I pray with you? If, you know, if we talk? And they're like, sure. 
and I've have had. <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. Gang members and grown men who seem to lose it all, like they can't walk no more. Their homies left them. Their girlfriends left them because, you know, with paralysis, being paralyzed, a lot of things stop working. And, you know, women, they hang around for a little while. But because that thing don't work, and because you ain't out here hustling and things like that like you used to, they'll leave them. Especially the women. Like, I noticed that women stay in a relationship through the bad and the good longer than men do. Um, Like, when a woman go to jail, her man don't really stick around long. When a man go to jail, you know, baby girl, she's sticking it for life. She she She's a pen pal, you know. She getting the packages together, putting money on the phone so he can call. And she's doing everything to stick by him. And just like, you know, when Jesus, when he was getting crucified and things like that, it was Mary and them, the women, that stuck by him, that stayed with him, that didn't desert him or leave him. They stayed there. They stayed at his feet. Mary, when it came to anoint him, you know, he had men around him. I forgot who house he was at, but the, the, the man who, who house he went to didn't even cater to him, didn't really bless him. But this old somewhat woman who had many different issues going on in her life, she took her expensive oil and her very own hair and cleaned off daddy's feet because it's kind of like the custom things you know before you go into somebody's house you, you you wash your feet before you you know you come in their home and she used her hair not water not soap her oil and hair a woman like i see men they always want to not all men you know but in in, in ministry and some women, too, it's so surprising. You know, they be like, oh, a woman don't have a place at, um, at the podium. The woman don't have a place in the church. The woman, she shouldn't be a preacher. She shouldn't teach. She shouldn't evangelize. She shouldn't do this. She should just stay in her place and be quiet. You'll be shocked at how many people believe that. And I'm like, they must not have read the Bible, the whole Bible. We had Deborah, the judge, Joel, who who saved the nation you know from an evil was he a king you hear me like we had women in the upper room praying interceding and matthew there was a group of women who started the church for jesus they helped you know collect the things that was needed to keep the ministry going women women honey and i'd get it you know in corinthians you know they told the women, yeah, I believe it was Timothy too, or Titus, one of them, like, Timothy, you know, the woman, her place is to be quiet, you know, if you have any questions, you go home, and you ask your husband, but people don't realize that, that was like their culture, that was in their time, how they felt about the women in their society, because if you go back to the book of Acts, what did Peter say, the Holy Spirit, he's going to pour all his spirit on all on, on sons and daughters, not just only on men and men and men. What? 
Y'all ain't trying to misquote the Bible, but go ahead and read it. The books of Acts, um, Matthews, I can't remember the, the, the chapter, but we as women, we got a place. We have a place in the church. And um, not just in the church, but to turn the world upside down. You know, what we can do for the world, a man can't do. And what the man can do, a woman can't do. Like, we both have a placement in this world. And when we connect, we complement each other. We, we, we destroy these walls and demons. We can save, which is our, our um, connection. You know, Priscilla and, the, and, the, and Aquila. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, we're world changers. So that's all I have for my little Freestyle Friday. <laughs> I know it was a lot, but I've been, you know, I've been wanting to get on a podcast. I've been wanting to record with God like, no, you're too wounded. You're hurt. You'll say something. Be quiet. Be silent for a while until I heal you and deliver you all the way through. And baby, I'm here. No weapons form against me should prosper. Those curses and evil speaking, you know, women and men do to me. And, like, I may not hear it, but I feel it. It's kind of like God be letting me know, like, this is what's going up against you or whatever. But it's okay. I'm fighting for you. You ain't got to worry about it. Just pray for him. And I have. I have. Even for um, the women that are after my kingdom spouse. Do you know I go in for them? Do you know I love on them as if, like, because I'm like, what if it's for me, it's for me. And again, if that kingdom spouse don't want to take his rightful place, just like Saul, he will be replaced with King David. And the family lineage will keep on going. Look, we all have choices. We all have free will. And if that kingdom spouse don't want to do or take their place, God will replace them with someone who will. And knowing that gives me so much comfort in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I ain't worried because one thing he has shown me about my kingdom spouse that when it comes to the women, he going to be like LeBron James when he was running from the groupies and he was going down. Um, on, the, on the escalator that was going up. And them women was trying their best to go down on the up, you know, the upward escalator. But, you know, they couldn't. Like, they kept going up as they were trying to go down and chase after him. And God was like, and I'm not saying LeBron James, you know. <laughs> but he showed me that image. Like, that's how your kingdom spouse is going to be. He's going to run from temptation. He's going to cut him off. He's going to dead that. He's not going to play. He's going to respect you just like you respect him. So I ain't worried about nothing. Man, I ain't worried about nothing. Man, I ain't worried about nothing. I have my moments with my flesh, you know, my heart. I'm like, <laughs> but I'm telling you this. When anytime I feel hurt or anything, guess who I'm going to? My father in heaven is watching you. I'm going to daddy. I'm telling. I'm telling. And get in that place. Don't be trying to take matters into your own hands and mess it up. Mess up your family lineage or be quick to move and shift. Mm-mm. Slow down. Wait on God. He'll let you know if you need to leave. 
He'll let you know if you need to be mute. He'll let you know. He will guide you all the way through and through, but you got to seek him. Because your emotions going to be high. Your emotions going to be telling you things. Your flesh is going to be telling you things. The enemy going to be telling you things. The world is going to be telling you things. So you got to get in the place to where you're like, all right, God, you are enough. Your word is enough. I'm turning this music down so you can hear these birds. Baby. I don't know if y'all can hear them, but baby, they loud. Okay? So, yes, God bless you all. I'm praying for each and every last one of you all that's listening and tuning in. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you sit still with God. That you draw near to him. That you get closer to him. And you allow him to have his way through you. You allow him to raise you up. You trust him to be your provider, your healer, your deliverer, your everything. You trust him that he's going to make the pathway that's before you straight. Okay? It may be some curves, some ups and downs, but baby, with him, it ain't a thing. Okay? When you get a beating, when you get cursed or whatever, go straight to him. When you're mad, you're angry. You want to do something, go to him. Keep yourself out of jail. Keep yourself out of hell, okay? Go to him. I'm telling you this. He'll fight for you. If you don't believe me, go to Numbers um, chapter 22 and see how the angel... Look, just go to Numbers chapter 22. It was Balak and Balaam. Um, Balak wanted... Um, oh, let me get it together. Let me get it together. Hold on, y'all. Let me get it together. I have to go to it. Let me go there. Let me go there. Yeah, Balak, uh, Balak wanted to hire Balaam to curse the children of Israel, God's children. Okay. And, you know, he was up for it until God was like, don't touch him. Don't play with him. Like, the more, you know, Balak, Balak wanted to curse the children of Israel, the more blessed they became. And they were like, baby kids, they multiplied. They kept multiplying. Kept getting blessed and multiplying. Like, keep your mouth and hands off my babies. It even got to the point where Balaam was on his way to Balak, you know, to to hear what he had to say. And the angel stopped him dead in his track with a sword, baby. Even the donkey was like, look, I ain't passing this angel. The, the, the donkey talked. <laughs> the donkey came at Balaam like, hey, why are you doing this? Like, uh-uh, like, I'm not passing this. I'm not passing him. You're going to stump your... No, no, no. So, yes, y'all. God got us. He don't play about his. He love his children. Like I say, every now and then I feel his angels are around me. Covering me, protecting me. And it's not my will. It's not me telling the angels what to do. It ain't me 
um, telling my angels, I need you to do this. I need No, 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 no. They going off the order of God and I would never, you know, put my, 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 myself before God. I go to God and God do the rest. I let God talk to the angels and tell them what to do. I appreciate the angels. I thank them for guiding me, protecting me, for being around me, for fighting for me. But I don't, I don't tell the angels what to do. I let them guide me because I know they're going off the order of our daddy. But I never put myself in daddy's position. I never put myself in daddy's throne. I have no place or right. And I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And I can't see past today. I might get dreams. I might get prophecies. But I, it ain't all clear. Like daddy, how he see it. How he knows it. So yeah, y'all. Again, that was Numbers chapter 22. Get in, get in there. See how daddy going for you. Okay, and it's more in the, in the Bible, you know. But that's what I'm on right now. I love y'all so much. Y'all hang in there. Lean on God. Don't go to bed angry. Fight for peace. Fight for love. Fight for joy. And I guarantee you this. You do that, you ain't going to worry about going to bed angry. You're going to sleep like a baby. He got you. And this is Push Talk, Real Talk with Dom. Take care.